people per our state of the podcast episode that we did most recently, we are going to be doing overall smaller episodes. So going into this one, because I do it like one beer at a time, since these are usually large beers format wise and a lot of the times alcohol wise, and we've been trying to, you know, cut back on our alcohol intake. Um, I'm recording one at a time, so right now I'm planning on just doing maybe two beers for this episode, but I may change it up and decide to do three. Definitely not going to be doing four anymore, though, because we're definitely cutting back on this stuff. So, I do want to say up front, I have not had enough sours on these episodes, I don't think, because those are primarily the things that the brewery does. You know, it's bigger barrel-aged beers, and then it's uh, their sour arm, Brewery Teru. Now, Going into our second year of Hoarders, we actually decided to opt to not do the straight-up brewery one that we were doing before, where we were primarily getting the included beers for our initial membership fee, just barrel-aged bigger beers. We're cutting that in half, and we're doing that plus their sour stuff, so it'll be more of a mix, so I should end up injecting more sours. Now, I end up saying that to get to the fact that I'm starting this episode with a sour, and I don't think this one is a Hoarders exclusive, so they're not always going to be Hoarders exclusives, but this one just sounds so interesting, and I've been wanting to get to it, and I really wanted to make sure I did it on the podcast, because it could be interesting, intricate, amazing, hopefully, we'll see. So in a 750 milliliter bottle, it is 9.9% alcohol, so nothing crazy, but I guess for a sour that is, you know, on the higher ABV side. This one's called Cucumber Aku Aku. It's a rum barrel-aged tart saison ale with peach, pineapple, cucumber, lime zest, and mint. Now, that sounds great. Let me, let me say it again, because that combination, it's a lot, and that combination sounds very interesting. Rum barrel-aged tart saison ale with peach, pineapple, cucumber, lime zest, and mint. I love the sound of all of those. But I also just don't know how they're going to come together in one beer, because that's a lot of flavors. I'm going to pour this. Ooh, I automatically smelled the saisoniness and kind of like some rum as soon as I pop that open. That kind of like spicy, spice note that you get from the rum. Uh, it's pretty orangey. Yeah, it's real orange looking, definitely hazy, not like super, super hazy. Um... Some bubbles hanging out, small, medium, and large, which that happens with sours a lot. Swirling it up. Woo! I definitely smell the cucumber. The cucumber is pretty present. It's not overpowering, though. I was wondering how that was going to come through, both aroma and flavor. It's definitely there. Oh, it's actually growing. <laughs> Initially, I was like, oh, I smell all these other things, too. And then, and then the cucumber's kind of in check. It's actually getting a little stronger as, as I continue to sniff it. <sighs> yeah, it's got this citrusy note to it that is kind of like a lemon. It said it was lime. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to pick it out as lime. I would say probably more like a lemony smell. Uh, but that also just goes along with, you know, the, the sourness of the tart saison. There's definitely like a spirit character to it. But it's hard to decipher exactly what it is because that cucumber is kind of throwing it off. Also, I'm definitely smelling the mint. So, like, the cucumber and the mint together, I feel, is covering up a lot of stuff. 
I really hope that isn't at play in the actual flavor. Yeah, cucumber and mint are are the strongest aromas for this. And then that, like, lemoniness and that kind of, like, spirit barrel smell. <sighs> smells interesting, though. Um, it almost comes off as having a little bit of, like, a chlorine-type smell to it, which I don't think is, like, a defect or problem with the beer. I think it's just how these interesting ingredients are coming together. It's, it's a little bit off-putting, but hopefully the flavor is not going in. Okay, initial sip, cucumber's definitely there, the mint is definitely there, but they are kind of just, like, peripheral. Like, you definitely know they're there because those are very particular flavors, but the main thing that it's, like, cuts down the center of your tongue is, like, that sour lemoniness. I'm trying to see if I can get, like, the pineapple or the peach specifically, it's just coming off more as, like, citrusy at the moment. But I do like what that mint and cucumber is doing to the beer. It's taking, like, those tart, kind of, like, sour... Actually, it's more on the sour and the tart. It's taking that, like, sour lemony note, and it's kind of um, softening it by having those very interesting vegetal notes with the mint and the cucumber. And I kind of like that with it. It kind of, yeah, it softens it up. It makes it a little bit easier to handle. I'm starting to get a little bit of the peach as my palate acclimates to the sourness of it. Don't really get the pineapple. Do get the peach. Starting to get some of that rum barrel coming through, not just from like an alcohol perspective, but actually kind of that, that bit of like a rum spice character. It's producing a decent amount of phlegm, too. Uh, it's definitely giving a decent sourness to me. Um, it's pretty good. Mm. It's a lot thicker mouthfeel-wise than I was assuming for basically 10%. I think part of that has to do with how sour it is. It kind of makes it feel like it's even more viscous because it's creating an amount of phlegm in your mouth, even before it's going down your throat, basically. It's like... It's sour to the point that as soon as it's hitting my tongue, it's starting to generate phlegm in my entire mouth. I'll be honest. I mean, the sour itself isn't super impressive to me because, like I said, it's mainly, like, lemony sourness with a little bit of peach showing up in it. But what the cucumber and the mint adds to it is what I end up liking the most about this. It's, it's this nice kind of like fresh, refreshing aspect to each of these sips that otherwise would just be like, you'd be focusing on the fact that it's just generating phlegm and being pretty sour. So, um, yeah, I like it. I'm actually now starting to feel a little bit of an alcohol tingle in the back of my throat from the higher ABV, but I'm down with this. I don't think it's amazing. I think I kind of had higher hopes for this one, but... It's still pretty solid. Like I said, I really do enjoy what the cucumber cucumber and mint are doing with this. And I think that's a big deal in my opinion because I feel like those types of flavors can go wrong pretty easily. So 
kudos to them for putting that together. All right, uh, pretty solid start, so let's go ahead and move on to potentially the last beer, but maybe not beer number two. But wait, actually, right before, before, I, uh, before I do that, let me go ahead and read what's on the back of this beer. Tiki lovers rejoice. This rum barrel-aged tart saison ale was inspired by libations of the tropics. Makes sense. Sun-kissed pineapple and ripe peaches give way to notes of subtle sweetness balanced with characters of cucumber, mint, and lime zest. R&R in rum barrels lends soft spice tones, rounding out this mini umbrella-worthy ale. Okay, makes sense. Oh, and this isn't like an older bottle of beer either. Like, this... This is a 2021 release, so it hasn't been aging in the in the bottle a long time. So anyway, okay, cool. Now let's move on to beer number two. And that beer is called Second, and it's not with an S in the beginning. It's actually with the numeral two. So, you know, new spelling, online spelling, whatever you want to assume it is. So this one actually is a Hoarders exclusive. I want to try and make sure with these episodes... I always have at least one Hoarders exclusive on it, if I can make that happen. I won't always necessarily be able to make that one happen, but in this case, I am doing that. So second is a double barrel aged imperial stout with banana, toasted coconut, cacao nibs, and Tahitian vanilla beans. And the ABV is 17.6%, obviously in a 250 milliliter, or sorry, 750 milliliter bottle. And it has the wax top, so I already cracked it open before starting the recording. So um, I'm a little finicky with the banana flavor in things, uh, beer being one of those things as well. So I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean, it's a Hoarders exclusive, so it should be decent at least. And I will say, um, a lot of the times, you know, this saying that it's double barrel aged, a lot of the times they're reserving kind of like the double barrel treatment for like hoarders exclusive or reserve reserve society exclusive beers. So just a thought. Anyway, looking at it, it looks very thick, very, very thick. Um, when I swirl it up and get a little bit of a head to it, it's very brown. Swirling it around, lots of legs around the side. You can definitely tell it's very high ABV. I mean, you smell this. Not much head uh, sticking around, though, which isn't a big surprise for higher ABV beers. I definitely smell the banana. It's not crazy, though. It's kind of just, like, there a little bit. I'm definitely getting vanilla with it. I'm getting that chocolate from the cacao nibs. It smells a lot more restrained and soft than I assumed it would be. But it smells very dessert and decadent-like. Yeah, it's like a mixture of dark and milk chocolate, vanilla, a little bit of that banana. And, yeah. I think that's about it. It's kind of crazy how um, how restrained and, like, well, like, soft it's smelling. All right, going in for it. Mm, yeah. Okay, definitely tasting the banana. Definitely tasting that there's a higher alcohol to it, but I, I think it's also kind of dangerous for how much it is. It's 17.6. I'd probably pin this at least 5% alcohol lower, to be honest. Decent amount of banana, lots of chocolate. It's got a very good mouthfeel to it. It's a little bit creamy, which I think the vanilla beans are probably helping with that. 
probably also the uh, banana. Am I getting the toasted coconut? No, not really. I think between the chocolate, the vanilla, and the banana, it's really destroying perception of uh, toasted coconut. But as it warms up more, I could see that maybe it'll start coming through. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm still not getting it. It is very sweet. I will say that. This is very much like a dessert-type wine. It's got this kind of syrupiness to it as well that tends to happen with higher ABV beers. So I'm not loving that syrupiness. I'm also not loving how sweet it is because it's very sweet. This is something that you probably can't drink a lot of. So I'm assuming that Rebecca and, my, and I might not even drink the entire bottle of this because A, high ABV, and B, it's very sweet. So this is one that people would say is like an aperitif. Oh, no, I'm sorry, like a digestif. Basically is what people have like higher ABV drinks after a meal to help with digestion, basically. Um, but it would serve as dessert because of how sweet it actually is. Pretty good, though. Um, I'm, I'm actually surprisingly very good with that banana level in there because the chocolate and the vanilla does so much uh, to kind of regulate it. So, I mean, I'm down with it. All right, let me read what the flavor text is on this. Oh, let me guess first. I'm going to assume bourbon barrels are involved with this, but the other, maybe rum? There was a first, and now there's a second. We peeled off a bit first, a bit of first, which was another Imperial Stout they had done in, in barrels, uh, to give it a second round of aging in coconut rum. Ooh, in coconut rum and spiced rum barrels. Oh, so this is all rum. Okay. This double barrel aged imperial stout was treated with toasted coconut, cacao, Tahitian vanilla beans, and bananas to mimic a German chocolate banana cake. Hoarders only, extremely limited. Yes. Uh, and this is a 2021 release, so it's very new in the bottle. Um, yeah, I mean, for what they were going for, I think they did a pretty good job. My only big issue is it's really sweet. That's my biggest problem. It's really sweet. So... Like I said, might not drink the whole bottle between Rebecca and I, but we'll enjoy it. We'll enjoy it. And uh, just to let you know right now, I'm not ending this episode yet because I know I had said I was think between two and maybe three beers. So I'm definitely going to do three beers because two just doesn't seem right. Uh, with just two, I can't do like a ranking really. I need at least three to do a ranking. So I'll, for these types of episodes, I'll probably do three. So I've got a third beer coming up right now, and that beer is... Parley Porter, which is also in a 750 milliliter bottle, and is this final beer for this episode, which has been going pretty well, I will say. Uh, thus far, though, the first two, I have not cracked the top ten, which I will go over at the very end like I normally do. So, the Parley Porter, what is this one? Rum barrel aged imperial porter with pineapple, toasted coconut, toasted almonds, and spices. Sounds very interesting. Those ingredients together could be amazing. And this is 11.4% alcohol, so I'm excited because for a brewery beer, it's on the lower end. Let's give this a bit of a pour. Ooh, it's got a decent creaminess on it while it's going into the glass. And I wonder what the spices are going to be. Obviously, I'll read the kind of flavor text on the back of it, but that'll be after I break this down. 
Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of carbonation to this, which is kind of weird. It feels like as I poured it in, like you hear the carbonation like rapidly coming to the surface, like when you pour a, a soda into a glass. So I don't like that because it could be overcarbonated, but we'll see. Um, when I swirl it up, yep, there's some legs on the end or on the sides. Not much of any head. There's like no head retention for the most part. It obviously just looks like an Imperial Stout or something. Smell. Wow. Okay. So I definitely smell... I don't know if it's the rum barrel, the spices, or a combination of the two working together. I definitely smell that because there is this kind of spice character, which you can end up getting that spice character from the rum barrels. There's definitely pineapple. There is very significant pineapple going on here. It's not overpowering anything, though. I like the level of pineapple in the nose. Trying to see if I can really pick out much of anything else. There's a definite kind of spirit smell to it, a little bit higher ABV alcohol on it. Now, other than that, can't get the coconut, can't get the toasted almond. It's mainly just rums, rum barrel spices and pineapple. Okay, well, I'm going to go in and taste it. Ooh, definitely tasting that pineapple. There wasn't any, like, chocolatey character on the nose, but it's definitely there in the flavor. The first thing I tasted was the pineapple. That pops out immediately on the flavor. And then I'm getting a quick chocolate, and then it's going to those spices and that rum. I'm going to need to take a few more sips to see if the if the toasted almonds and the toasted coconut show up. Can't say that I can really get the toasted coconut and the almonds, but there is a little bit of like that proteininess in the mouthfeel that is probably coming from the almonds. Um, just not getting the coconut, though. But the pineapple is nice. That chocolatey note is nice. And the rum and spices working together is also nice. This is a nice beer. I am I am into this. Hmm. That was a good one. And it tastes very easy. I think the pineapple adds a really nice fruitiness to this because sometimes with some of their you know, darker beers, their Imperial Stouts with a bunch of stuff added. It can just be so decadent and so sweet. And I feel like the pineapple would cut through that sweetness because it's a fruitiness, but it's also pineapple has a bit of an acid to it. And the acid can kind of cut through the sweet, which is really nice. So I'm, I'm digging this pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well. Mm hmm. I like that. That's nice. And at 11.4%, yes, please. All right, so let me read the flavor text on the back. Inspired by the spongy goodness of a treat from the tropics, Parley Porter mashes up all our favorite characters, reminiscent of Caribbean rum cake. Okay. This Imperial Porter was treated with pineapple, toasted coconut, and toasted almonds, plus a mingling of allspice, cloves, cardamom, Star anise, cinnamon, and nutmeg. That's a lot of spices. Finished, finished with aging in rum barrels, Parley Porter offers a balanced medley of savory, sweet, and island-style spice. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree with that. 
it is nice. It definitely has this tropical feel with the way the spices and the pineapple kind of come together and then that rum as well. Um, yeah, it's a very nice beer. I really do enjoy that one. Now, I don't think I like it as much as the second. That second was really nice, but this Parley Porter is pretty close in my opinion. So let me go over my ranking for this episode. As you can probably guess, uh, my number th in the number three slot is the Cucumber Aku Aku, which is still a pretty good beer. That was the rum barrel aged tart saison ale with peach, pineapple, cucumber, lime zest, and mint. Then my number two is the Parley Porter, the rum barrel aged imperial porter with pineapple, toasted coconut, toasted almonds, and spices. And man, a lot of spices from what I read, which I can definitely taste the influence of the cardamom and the cinnamon and the nutmeg and the clove, actually. And that leads to my number one, which is the second, the double barrel aged imperial stout with banana, toasted coconut, cacao nibs, and Tahitian vanilla beans. Yes. So this is a good episode, like other ones. Um, let me go ahead and go over the top 10 running for these types of episodes, because none of these crack the top 10, and you'll understand why once I go over the top 10. So number 10, Chocolate Rain 2015 is a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. It was aged four years in the bottle when I drank it. Number nine, Chocolate Rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N. That's Double Barrel Imperial Stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Number eight, Sweet Magnolia's Black Tuesday, Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with bananas, Madagascar vanilla beans, and Nilla wafers. Number seven, Cherry Chocolate Rain, Imperial Stout aged in rye whiskey barrels with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and tart cherries. Number six, Samoa Black Tuesday, Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, vanilla, maple syrup, and graham cracker. Number five, Island Time, a sweet stout with Hawaiian sea salt and lactose with marshmallow, toasted coconut, and natural vanilla flavor. Number four, Love at Midnight Black Tuesday, Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple, coconut, and vanilla beans. Number three, American Anthem, Ale aged in bourbon barrels with peach, apricot, cinnamon, and vanilla. Number two, pistachio vanilla black Tuesday. Imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pistachio and vanilla beans. And number one, spicy island black Tuesday. Imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple and habanero peppers. So that is the running list. Uh, as I keep doing more of these episodes, hopefully... There will be something new that hits that top 10 so that I can update that list. But I always like to kind of give that refresher of what the top ones are that we've had on these episodes. So had a lot, had a lot. Uh, anyway, this is the end of the episode, obviously. So go ahead and help us out by reading and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes helps us the most. Also, just word of mouth, tell people about the podcast if you enjoy it. You can check us out on Untapped. I am Carlton Malibu, all one word, C-A-R-L-T-O-N-M-A-L-I-B-U. Uh, Rebecca is Rebecca C. We're checking into the same stuff all the time. You can email if you want to give ideas for episodes or beers you want us to try or just say hi, get recommendations. We're BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, on Instagram, which Rebecca handles and does a great job at because I'm not so good at social media stuff, you can just check out Brutal Battle Podcast. 
And if you want back episodes, check out the website BrutalBattle.com or you can just go to Archive.org and search Brutal Battle and all those back episodes will come up. Because we've been doing this for 10 years now and there are a lot of episodes. Anyway, thank you everyone so much for sticking with us, for listening to these episodes. And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.